Welcome to Bible Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, we will be in the New Testament book of Colossians. And the title of it will be Living and Instructions. And we'll first be in chapter 3 of Colossians, uh, verses 1 through 25, and then chapter 4, verses 1 through 6. And I'll be using the NIV, the New International Version, just to make things simple. Like I say, pretty regular. I, I love the King James, but I also like you know some of the modern versions too. But it also helps, because I remember when I uh, first became a Christian, I uh, they only had like one or two versions, and so I was using the Living Bible, which helped me a lot because I didn't understand the King James because you know, uh, I wasn't training it properly. And then later on, when I got more training, you know, then I got into the King James. Anyway, so before we get started, let me read you what the Bible is. The Bible, a reliable collection of historical documents written by eyewitnesses during the lifetime of other eyewitnesses, 40 authors, 66 volumes or books, span of 1,500 years in three continents, Asia, Africa, and Europe. Written in three languages, mainly Hebrew and Greek, a little in Aramaic. Hundreds of subjects and topics. That's the Bible, so if somebody questions you, you know, I would suggest uh, just rewind this, whatever, and uh, copy it down, and then you'll have it. And it's irrefutable facts. That means, you know, it's facts that um, irrefutable. So, so that means because you have the facts, you have the authors, the volumes of the books, and then of the span of years and where it was at, continents and in the languages and topics and all, but you also have eyewitnesses, you know. And so if you're in college or university and, you know, you have a, uh, a atheist, atheist professor or one that doesn't believe in God or whatever the case may be, and he questions you on that, you have something to come back with that will give him something to think about, or anyone else for that matter. Alrighty, so let's get started. And that is in the New Testament book of Colossians, starting at uh, chapter 3. And the, the title of this section is called, Living as Those Made Alive in Christ. Since then, and this verse 1, since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Verse 2, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Verse 3, for you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Now, these are people uh, who've given their life to Christ, have asked for forgiveness and mercy, and put their trust in Christ alone, so they're not considered Christians. And in the Christian world, it's, you know, fellow brothers and sisters. And so this is Paul talking to them of what they should be doing. And Paul is an apostle. Um, he was one of the last ones to see Christ. He saw him in a, in a vision, you know, when he was going down a road. Uh, because when when Christ stopped him, he was uh, he was going to kill Christians, not to work with them. But that all changed after that encounter. Verse 4, when Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Verse 5, put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, 
impurity, lust, evil, desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Verse 6, because of these, the wrath of God is coming. Verse 7, you used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived. Verse 8, but now you must also rid yourselves of all such things, of these anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Verse 9, do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self and his practices, verse 10, and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Verse 11, here there is no gentle or Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, uh, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Verse 12, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, close yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Verse 13, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgiven. Forgive as the Lord forgave you, verse 14, and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. And let me just make a comment. This is, this is what you call godly wisdom, and it's coming, it comes from God, you know, because the apostles were those that, that God used for the beginning of his church. And what's been written down here in the Bible and and proven and witnessed and all that will if we apply these things in our life you know first repenting and give your life to Christ because you got to have the, the Holy Spirit within you you got to have God's presence in you to help you to do that you can't do it in your own strength it's not going to work and remember God knows those who are his because he's God okay Okay, verse 15. Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart since as members of one body you were called to peace and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs of spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. Verse 17. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And uh, here's the next section. It's called Instructions for Christian Households. Verse 18, Wives, submit yourselves to your husbands as it is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Verse 20, Children, obey your parents and everything, for this pleases fathers. Verse 21, Oh, Oh, because this pleases the Lord, I'm sorry. Verse 20, And fathers, do not embitter your children, or, or they will become discouraged. Slaves, obey your earthly masters and everything, and do it not only when their eye is on you and to curry their favor, but with sincerity of heart and reverence for the Lord. Verse 23, Whatever you do, work at, at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Verse 24, Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Verse twenty-five. Anyone who does wrong will be repaid for their wrongs, and there is no favoritism. Alrighty. So you know this is pretty clear. What it's saying is stuff we need to hear. That's why I'm not saying too much, because you just need to hear this word right here. You know, and just let it sink into your soul. 
Let's continue. Uh, now we're chapter 4, verse 1. And we're going to, and we'll end at verse 6. Masters, provide your slaves with what is right and fair, because you know that you also have a master in heaven. So back then, it was the practice all over the world that they had slaves or whatever. So Christians that had them, you know, they could just set them free or they would keep them, but treat them just like family. This is how it was. Same here in America. People are getting all been out of shape or whatever. But it's like this in world history, American history, it's all the same. You have black owning blacks, white owning whites, Indians owning Indians, and, you know, and whites owning Indians and Indians owning whites, like, you know, back and forth, whatever. People are just evil. It don't matter your skin color has nothing to do with your evil. So you need to look within ourselves. We are corrupt, you know. We are subject to do it. Every kind of evil there is And without Christ To keep you from doing that And help you through that Where you want to serve him If you don't have Christ Then you're subject, you know To do anything And I hear a lot of times Well, well why did this Why did this Christian Kill this person or whatever I'm like, well, because They were never Christians In the first place You know, they may have went to church They may have had some outward things But they weren't living for God Because if you're living for God You're going to have the fear of the Lord And you won't be doing that I mean, now mistakes are made or whatever. If you're taking yourself, it's a different story. Let's continue. Further instructions, verse 2. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful, and pray for us, too, that God may open a door for our message, so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ, for which I am in chains. Verse 4. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Verse 5, be wise in the way you act towards outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Verse 6, let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. So, so this one here is pretty good. So it's living, it's about living and in, in, the instructions for that. Okay? Let me give you some scripture. Acts chapter 17, verse 30, 31. This is the NIV. In the past, God overlooked such ignorance, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent. 31. For he has set a day when he will judge the world with justice by the man he was appointed. He has given proof of this to everyone by raising him from the dead. So he's talking about Jesus Christ. John chapter 14, verse 6. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, this is King James, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. Romans chapter 3, verse 19, NIV. In New, New International Version. Now we know that whatever the law say, says, it says to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be silenced and, those, and the whole world held accountable to God. Alrighty, so here is Second Chronicles. This is the Old Testament. Second Chronicles chapter seven, verse fourteen. It, um, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves, and this is King James version, and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. Uh, First John, New Testament, First John says one verse nineteen, James Version. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Acts chapter three, verse nineteen, King James Version. Repent ye therefore and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, 
when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. And I'm going to give you the tried and true salvation scripture, King James Version, Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 10 and 13. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Verse 10, for with the heart man believes in the righteousness of the mouth, confession made salvation. Verse 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Romans chapter 10, verse 17, King James Version, so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And this is why we do that, because this is how it works. Okay, now. So, if you've heard these words, you know, you need to think about your soul and your salvation. If you've already committed to Christ and have repented and put your trust in Christ alone and are now serving the Lord, that's fantastic. That's wonderful. You know? But if you haven't, you need to think about this because we've all sinned. You know, we've all broken the commandments, the Ten Commandments, God's moral law. You know, said so you shall have no other gods before me. That's number one. And another god could be a job, money, car, a person, anything. Already, and we have all broken that. Uh, second commandment: You shall not make any idols. It's the same thing again. Cars, job, people, whatever can become an idol. We've all done that. Uh, third commandment: You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. How many times have you, you know? Said use God's God's name as a curse word in the Old Testament. The holy Jews uh, they would stone a person that did that. Uh, the fourth commandment: Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Do you keep the keep it holy? You know, do you set out a day just for God and to to thank Him and, and everything and honor Him and hear the word of God and stuff? Uh, fifth commandment. Honor your father and your mother. Do you honor your father? Have you, have you? Do you honor your father and your mother? I mean, do you? You know, have you ever cursed them out or whatever? And that's see. So sorry, we broke that. The sixth commandment: You shall not murder. Jesus says, if you hate somebody in your heart, you've already murdered within your mind and stuff. Uh, verse seven it says, you shall not commit adultery. Have you ever looked at another person with lust? According to Jesus. We've already committed adultery in our hearts. Verse 8, you should not steal. Have you ever took anything, borrowed something, never brought it back, or, or borrowed, or, or, or took like a paper clip, a pen? Doesn't matter how much it's worth. If you didn't return it or whatever, then we've stolen. So God's standards are so high and ours are so low, and that's why we need Christ. Because he's the bridge. Because we can't keep these commandments. Uh, ninth commandment, you shouldn't... You should not bear false witness. That means not to lie. Have you ever lied? We all have lied. If you want, if being honest with yourself, we all have lied from one thing or another. You don't have to do it one time and you're guilty. You don't have to do break one of these commandments and you're guilty of all. So, so I'm just going down there to let you see that we're all done, man. You know, without Christ, we're on our way to hell to burn forever and ever. We'll have a special spiritual body that will never burn up or anything. We can feel all the pain and everything forever and ever. And that's a, not a good place to be. The last commandment, 10, you shall not covet. That means you, you don't want what somebody else has, you know. We all do that. Commercials do that. That's the whole point of commercials, you know. It's, it's, it's awful. That's where we're at. So what do we do? Now that you realize uh, that we, 
we've all broken God's commands, that means we've broken his laws and we're guilty. Just like if you go to court and you have a bunch of speeding tickets, you're guilty. But if somebody, a stranger comes and pays your, your fine and stuff, then the judge can legally let you go. That's what Jesus did on the cross. He took our punishment that was made for us and now we can come realizing that we were guilty, broken God's laws, therefore all the way to hell, needing a savior, so we can go to Christ and with a sorrowful contrite heart, knowing that we're guilty, ask for forgiveness and mercy, and then transfer the trust from yourself to Christ alone. It's kind of like if, you put, if you're in a plane that's about to crash and somebody gives you a, a, a parachute, you gotta hold on to that parachute because that's gonna save you from the jump to come. Jesus saves you from the judgment to come. That's the whole point of it, you know? We'll give you resources now. You can find this on YouTube and on their websites and stuff. The first one is one of my favorites. You can go on their, uh, you can go on their website that I'm going to give you. And they have a free seminary uh, courses that a professor who died, a seminary professor who died, his family donated all the recordings and stuff, so you can go and get a free seminary education. It's really good. And learn the Bible properly and correctly. And that's Apologia Studios with Pastor Jeff Durbin. You can find him on YouTube. And the website is apologiastudios.com. A-P-O-L-O-G-I-A-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com. And you can also listen to audio, Apple Podcasts. And find them there, and that's apologiastudios.com or Pastor Jeff Durbin. Uh, Living Waters with Ray Comfort. Remember, it's YouTube, Rumble, uh, livingwaters.com, Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham, Answers in Genesis.org, and they're really fantastic. And Wall Builders with David Barton, wallbuilders.com, and he covers mostly like the American. Christian heritage and stuff, but he does do, you know, others too and around the world. And just basic church history, Dr. Walter Martin, same thing. He teaches great Bible teacher, waltermartin.org, and you can go on watch 23 Minutes in Hell with Bill Wise, fantastic. Um, you can also go to our, oh, then you also have one of my favorites is Dr. Vody Bacham, fantastic on YouTube. And R.C. Sproul is on YouTube and... You can also uh, put that in your search engine and find his website, which is a thing called Ligonier Ministries. Good information there. And if you want to um, correspond with us with Bible Education Institute, and you can find us on uh, YouTube, Rumble, and um, audio platforms, podcast platforms, is uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple. Amazon, Amazon Music, Overcast, Chrome, G Potter, Firefox, Safari, iTunes, Audible, Alexa, Google, Podbean, Internet Explorer, Facebook, Podcast Addict, and others. We're trying to expand as much as possible. Um, okay, and if you like, uh, if you would like to correspond with us, our uh, email is all lowercase Bible Education Institute at gmail.com you can also go to our website it's all lowercase bible-education-institute.webnode w-e-b-n-o-d-e dot com and I would suggest 
Oh, if you need a Bible, you can uh, you can email us and we'll send you one, a free Bible. Or you can just go on uh, to get books and Bible. Bibles, you go to A Books. They got wonderful used books and new books. And that's uh, A-B-E Books, Abe Books, a Thrift Books, and a lot of other ones you can find in there, like, you know, um, things, Christian something, whatever, a whole lot of different things. And also I would suggest you can go uh, in your Google search and put in the TCT network and go to the online uh, on-demand programs and there's two that are really good that I enjoy you know and I think it's beneficial to to go on there and watch it that's Faith and History with William Federer and he goes over all church and Christian history and everything especially um, you know America and then for the Old Testament Ancient Jewish Wisdoms with Wisdom with Rabbi Daniel Lapin both of them are very, very good. So until next time, remember, read your Bible daily without fail and do what it says.